Welcome to the Savvy Working Mom podcast. This is the place where we share strategies to help you create a life you love. I'm your host, Whitney, a real-life working mom at a Fortune 500, professional speaker, and coach. I'm going to help you get real-life relief with simple systems so you can find more time and have less stress. With intentional daily action, you can live your best days now and forever. You've probably heard that clarity and self-care are two of the keys for building an awesome life. But in today's busy world, who has the time to figure out exactly what that means for herself? You can learn on your own, but you're learning in a vacuum. And with how much you have going on, it becomes really easy to put your own personal growth on the back burner, which is where I come in. When you work with me, you'll get support from someone who really understands the challenges of being a working mom. I want to give you a special invite to request a free strategy call with me by visiting thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. Again, that URL is thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey mama, it's February and we are talking about love all month and it's different types and forms and shapes and most importantly, where we don't normally think about love. So today I want to talk to you about love in the office, love at work, wherever you work, even if it's not an office, but I'm not talking about office romance. That is a whole nother type of podcast. What I want to talk to you today about is filial love and agape love, right? Filial love is the love of friends and equals and agape love is the love of mankind. And really what it comes down to is this one simple fact. It's a thing that your boss, your CEO, your platform engineers, the frontline workers, nurses, doctors, the garbage man, every one of them all have in common. And it is that we are human. And in being human, we all feel and experience love. We are all people who need love. And this is excellent news because it means that we all have something in common. It also means that we all have a basic need that you can help to fulfill. That's right. You can help to fulfill this basic need for any one of those people, anyone that you work with. And that basic need is a simply a need for recognition. We feel loved when we feel recognized. And so it's very important to make sure that those around you that you want to be recognized are recognized in a way that is meaningful to them. That is one way to motivate your team. It's a way to help you advance your career. And it's also really a way to feel good about yourself because it feels good to do good. And so what I want to talk about today more specifically are the five love languages and how they come in at work. To be sure, the five love languages um, was a book written by Dr. Gary Chapman in 1995. It's a book that speaks to who we are as humans, and it's very relevant. It's sold over 13 million copies, and it is about your relationship, right? You're with your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, um, your fiance, but it's about your, it's about love relationships, right? The Eros love. That's the love of the person that you want to spend your life with, or at least the night with, um, but it does apply to work. So first, let's because, again, at the end of the day, we're all humans and we all want love. So let's go through what the five love languages are, and then I'm going to share with you how you can apply them at work so that when you want to recognize someone, when you want to show them that you appreciate something that they've done, they can really hear you. And that, I guess, is truly the crux of the book. It's the idea that your spouse may have a different love language than you. And when that happens, 
they might be showing you that they love you or telling you that they love you, but you don't actually hear it because you have a different love language than they do. So let's walk through it. The five love languages from the book are words of affirmation. This language uses words to affirm other people. So for example, in a relationship, you might shower your partner with verbal compliments and let them know how much you care about them through words, telling them that you love them, that you think they're wonderful and all of that. The next love language is quality time. And this language talks about giving the other person your undivided attention. So in a relationship that can look a lot like sitting together, going on dates where it's just the two of you, cooking dinner at home, a lot of one-on-one time. The third love language is receiving gifts. For some people, what makes them feel most loved is to receive a gift. And so that is in a relationship where you buy presents for each other. Some people, that is the most important thing to help them understand that they are loved. The next one is acts of service. For these people, for folks who feel love and their love language is acts of service, Actions speak louder than words. They want you to show them that you love them. So in a relationship, it might look like washing the dishes for your partner because they had a long day at work, or it might be helping them to do chores around the house. It could be helping with a project that you know they need some support on, like the honey-do list. Acts of service can be a love language. And the last love language is physical touch. To this person, nothing speaks more deeply than appropriate touch. Now, clearly these are written for relationships and I bet they resonate with you that one of those or a couple of those, you're like, yep, that's definitely my love language. And some of those things don't work well for me. And that's because, you know, regardless of who we are and where we are in life, we're all human. And the idea is that being human, these are ways that people feel recognized. And so when it comes to work, you can apply the same languages as you work with others. And again, it will help you to motivate teams. It helps you to create deeper bonds with those that you work with, to build relationships. I mean, when it comes to networking, as people like to talk about, networking is really about building relationships. And when you can recognize someone in a way that they want to be recognized, it's going to go so much further than just paying them a compliment that kind of falls dead because it doesn't speak to who they are as a person. So let's talk about each one of these at work and what it might look like. Words of affirmation. When someone does something well, tell them. Don't just focus on the outcomes. Take the opportunity to commend them for their journey through the work. Really take some time to be thoughtful in the affirmations that you give. Be thoughtful in the compliments that you give. If someone's working diligently on an upcoming presentation, not only tell them that the presentation was good, but tell them that you appreciate how diligently they worked um, leading up to that presentation. The next one is about quality time. Um, So this is really about taking the time to meet with others and listen to what they have to say. The key word is listening. A great way to exercise this form of appreciation is to say to someone, hey, I think you're so great at X. I'd love to take you to coffee and chat more about how you do it. And you know, in today's world, it can be a virtual coffee. But then when you're sitting with them, actually listen to what they have to say and ask them questions that show that you are listening and really trying to understand them. The third way is receiving gifts. Now, gifting can be tricky in the office, but if you keep it simple and low cost, you shouldn't have a problem. Gifts can come in 
all different shapes and sizes, right? So it could be a little $5 coffee card, but it could also be a handwritten note, right? And that costs you nothing. You could write a nice note on a post-it if you're in the office and leave the post-it on their screen. Um, you could write a nice note on a piece of paper and put it in an envelope and then put it in their bag if you have a lot or shove it in their locker if you're a place where there's lockers. It's really just about giving something tangible that they can hold on to. One of my favorite things to do is to actually write a note to someone, put it in a card with a individually wrapped piece of candy. And it sounds small, but for people who like gifts, they really appreciate it much more than me just saying, hey, you did such an amazing job. The next one is acts of service. And this is really just about lending a helping hand. If you have a specialty, offer it to someone else, assist them, or if not, the menial basic tasks that we all have to do, help them in that way. If you are at the end of a meeting, help to clean up the, help to clean up the room. Um, or if you see someone carrying a bunch of stuff, maybe offer to help carry the stuff for them. If you are in an office today in the COVID world, wipe down someone's desk. Maybe they won't be comfortable with that, that or maybe they will, but if you know they're going to be comfortable with it, wipe it down. Just get the Lysol out and help them clean up a little bit. These acts of service can really go a long way for helping people to be well recognized. And the last one is physical touch. And I know, like I said, we're not talking about office romances. Physical touch can still be appropriate in the office. Um, and there's a couple ways to do that. Some folks are huggers. I'm not really a hugger, but you know what goes really far? A good high five. Or in today's world, a little toe tap, right? A little Kim play style, like tap the toe. Um, or even an air high five. You can air hug as well. Um, or a fist bump, an air fist bump. Um, all of those things work and they represent physical touch. For, so for those in your office who are physically inclined, um, who want that touch, those are different ways to do it. Now that you know the five love languages, and I'll just repeat them one more time, we've got words of affirmation, we have quality time, we have receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Now that you know these five languages, take some action. Think about those around you who you work with, who you want to motivate, who you want to recognize, who you are grateful that you work with, and think about what their love language might be. And if you can't pinpoint it, you can always ask them and you don't have to be like awkward about it. If you feel like asking them, Hey, what's your love language? You can always just say, Hey, would you prefer a compliment or a handwritten note? You know, when I feel really great about something you did, or would you prefer um, a high five or for me to help you clean something up after you do a great presentation? Those are the different ways, right? That you can kind of get to what their love language is simply by asking if it's not clear to you. But once you know that, and this is an action to take, so figure out the love language and then come up with a way that you're going to recognize them in the next week. That's the challenge. So figure out what someone's love language is, someone that you work with, who you are appreciative of working with them, and then figure out a way to recognize them using that love language. That's it. That's all that I have for you this week. Um, again, we are talking about love all month in different shapes and sizes and forms, and most importantly, in the areas where you might not expect to be hearing about love. That's all we've got for this episode of the Savvy Working Mom podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with us at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash blog and on Instagram at thesavvyworkingmom. And please just share, share, share this podcast with any other mama who you think might enjoy it. 
Until next time, remember, with intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever.